for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist PlayStation podcast. Over 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in that games meeting. But I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. That was a bit of a slip there. But if you would like to take part in future conversations with us, you can. Head over to our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it mm-hmm. happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures, where you can watch us record the show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can. Tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation podcast. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, look, for those that don't watch us live on Twitch... That's cool. But also, you did just miss, miss about 15 minutes of really good C-plus grade monarchy material. Like, it was a lot of a lot of the Queen. There was an LEG reference. There was Prince Charles. We didn't make fun of his ears, though. We did keep King it pretty... Charles. pretty. What, what, oh, I'm sorry. King Charles. Oh, my apologies. I forgot I forgot he, he, I, <laughs> I forgot he got promoted this weekend. Um, my bad. And then we were discussing about, uh, you know, apparently with all the, you know, because the queen, the, the ex-queen, the dead queen. That's, that seems insensitive, but it's not inaccurate. <laughs> uh, the dead queen uh, is all in our currency, so we're going to have to replace it, you know. And I was like, oh, that's, you know. So there's this apparently this petition about getting Steve Irwin on our dollar dues. I think we should take advantage of this right now. If we're going to rebrand all our money, call it dollar dues. Now's the time to make it happen. Fuck, I'm getting deja vu. It's like we should have hit record 15 minutes ago. <laughs> it is. It totally is. Because I, I kind of just picked up where we left off because I'm an idiot. But uh, how are you, man? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah? I'm fucking tired. Yeah? I am. Um, yeah. Why are you so tired? I knew I had an early morning today. Uh, today so I, I, I fell asleep putting the kid to bed last night. Mm. And then I'm like, I'm tired. I'm just going to go straight to bed. I'm super tired. I'm going to get up early. Cool get into bed, get all snuggled in, and I'm wide awake. I'm like, well, I'm not getting up. Like, I'm in bed. I'm committed to this. Uh, next thing I know, I've watched the entire season five of Cobra Kai, and it was four in the morning. <laughs> what? That's a solid effort. Ah, I just completed a full uh, season of TV. So, I mean, it was only 10 episodes. It was a Netflix season, so 10 episodes. Not bad. I started at 10. It finished at four. <laughs> well... <laughs> That's yeah, the, yeah. Park says the Cobra guy, the Cobra Kai oh, Endgame. Man, I'm so in on this show. I've never I'm, watched it. It's so good. So I didn't give, I didn't really give a shit about Karate Kid back in the day. I either. also never gave a shit about Karate Kid back in the day either. But Cobra Kai, ooh, it's got. And to be fair, I also watched it on a fucking phone. <laughs> oh my god! So, like, so no, as I, MGB yeah, in the chat says, that's a lot of telly. That is a lot of telly and a lot of telly on a phone. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. <clears throat> It was worth. Oh, I'm glad. 
<laughs> but super fucking tired today. Yeah. And uh, I've been up since, what, nine o'clock. It's now quarter past eight, and I've got to go to work in three hours. And then, so you'll be up until at least 7.30 by the time you get home? I finish work at 7.30, so about eight o'clock by the time we get home. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, you... When so, I, when... so it'll it'll be almost 24 hours straight. Yeah, because I remember when I lived with you, we used to, like, high-five on the way because <laughs> I'd have to... I'd leave just before eight o'clock, so checks out yep damn bold strategy yeah. cotton yeah luckily mum's still down so she's gonna take the kid tomorrow morning so i can i can snag a sleep in beautiful and it's like it's her, like she's about to go home it's so it's like the last day yeah it's so the of last course day. she's like oh, can i spend all the time with the kid like fucking go ahead yeah you have all the kid i'm going to bed <laughs> what about you how was your week weekend? uh my week has been pretty quiet uh, my mm-hmm. week, well, my week itself was not not a whole lot went down. Um, as we talked about last week, of you know, having Sunday, spending a great time at the pool with my son. So I took him back, and then I was I was really kind of running off the buzz of my son, like spending the day with him, having this real sort of direct connection with just he and I, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of as you know as, as I've talked about on on here before, um, like my brain isn't always the nicest, and having that. Um, that, that, like having that good energy run me into the week has been a real was really really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it went away pretty quickly because this is, this is what, my, what things the world and my brain do. But um, it was nice for a couple of days just to sort of live off that that happy energy was was really really good. Uh, back end of the week though, uh, yeah, not a whole lot. Like I didn't. I, this is the first weekend in like a longest what feels like the longest time that I didn't have my son that I didn't have a wrestling commitment. I didn't have any commitments, really. And it was actually really quite weird. So, like, I just sort of was at home. And then I did go out yesterday on Saturday, time of recording, uh, and had a ch- and met up with a fellow man shaker who was down from Sydney. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, nothing. So I'm coming to Geelong. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so we uh, went to Pistol Pete's yesterday and then went to Little Creatures Brewery, had, had a feed, had some beers, had a good chat. It's awesome. I came home. I don't believe you went out for chicken and waffles without me. Ah, I didn't get chicken and waffles, but I got the 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 Southern Fried Chicken BLT. Because oh, I someone finally tried something else. On the yeah, menu. yeah, no, only because I know the chicken and waffles is a you and me thing, Max. I didn't want. To, I didn't want to, uh, so How was how was the look, burger? I was pretty good. Like, it was bad enough yeah. that I know that I was cheating on you, but I, but I didn't want to like go all the way. I just wanted to get some smooches in. So I got. I just got just just the tip. Yeah, yeah. I did just the tip, knowing that you know Max would be so mad at me if I cheated on him and got chicken and waffles. Uh, that's all right. I went out Friday night, did a date night, went to Pizza Bar, ooh, um, which was awesome. And then we were going to go bowling, but the bowling alley was packed yeah. and booked out, so we ended up going to like it's not called Time Zone any Time Zone anymore in Geelong. It's big, shitty arcade. That's a interesting name to call the company. What do you call it's it? Like big time- shitty arcade. For like time quest or some shit. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I don't know. Like that. It was cool. We we spent an hour, played some played a lot of racing car games and my wife cheated at Mario Kart and beat me. What oh, bitch. Uh, but then today so I got a, I got woken up at eight o'clock, um, by a message and then a little bit after that, uh my son gave me a call. He's like, Dad, can I come see you today? I'm like, Uh Yeah, I'm not doing anything. So like, cool. So then alright, so then I spent the day with him. That was awesome. And he got there and he's like, fucking pool. Let's yeah, go. yeah. Oh, he did. He was like, so we had to do some running around and then it was like two in the afternoon and I got taken back about four. He's like, let's go to the pool. Like, it's two in the Arvo, dude. So like, we're going to go on Friday. When I pick him up for Friday, um, yeah, we're going to straight after school. Shane goes, oh, I might have to try these chicken and waffles before packs. Damn right you do, Shane. If you are down here in Geelong, Shane, 
make uh, down in Melbourne on the head on over, and we'll get some chicken and waffles. Because as we met last week, we'll be at PAX. Still no idea what the entire plan is for PAX at the moment in terms of who there, whatever. But uh, my, I'm thinking, if anything, like previous years, Thursday night might be press event night. So previous years, we've there's always been something cool on a Thursday night. Like a couple of years ago, it was a big party with Bethesda. Um, year before that, there was some cool PlayStation event. Um, I don't know. I'll just I'll see what I can rope myself into. I'll see if I can coattail my way into something with Padge, uh, for funsies. But uh, MGB goes. I've love a good arcade, especially those cinema arcades. Oh yeah, cinema arcade. What a fucking time! What an old tradition that is just lost. Going to the movies a little bit early, playing the arcade, then see a movie. Uh, there was a charm to playing games before or after a movie. Yeah, Shane, I'm flying down early now on Wednesday uh, the night for a games for change thing. Let's tee it up. Done. Come across to Geelong Wednesday night. And then we'll all, and then we'll we'll all hike back on Thursday and crash some media event. Sounds good. I mean, yeah, well, I've I've got Thursday, Friday, Monday off. Yeah, yeah. So I've got yeah. I, I haven't got Thursday off, but I'll just take a half day because I'm sure there'll be something cool to do. And um, yeah, I hope because all I'm hoping, fingers crossed, is there is some sort of PlayStation event because if the uh, if the PSVR so we can, two is there, so we can so we can get eyes on first before all the yeah, things yeah. that happen. Yeah, Like, we will be the ones that give COVID to everybody at PAX. Because it's going to happen. Like, after Dream... I heard about Dreamhack last week, week before, which is a big esports event here in Melbourne. Tons of COVID. <laughs> like, so much COVID. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to yeah, purchase some I, N9... Gonna, f- yeah, I'm literally going to be masked up the entire time. Yeah, unless I'm on camera, I'm probably going to have a mask on. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to PAX. So fucking hard. Uh, let us know if you're if you're making your way to PAX. Uh, PAX Oz in a month's time, we will be there. We'll be running around, we'll be doing all our usual nonsense, and we would love to see and chat to people if it's if anyone out and about. But Max, until then, we've got like a couple of months, a month. Sorry, there's some times, and I assume in that time we'll probably play some games. But that's future stuff. You mentioned last week with your mum being down, you being busy, you probably weren't going to play many games this week, did you? No, <laughs> the no. short answer is no. I um I, I played like two minutes of midnight Midnight Fight Express, and that was about What's it. What's Midnight Fight Express? So it's that uh, solo developed uh, uh, Sifu style fighting game from um, I can't think of the guy. Uh, I can't think of the team's name. The, the team of one, but it's a. It recently came to Games Pass, so I I gave it a a little um little try mm-hmm. and it was having some issues did some did some did a quick google and it's like hey yeah it's broken for games pass people all you got to do is change your profile picture and then it mysteriously works so that's <laughs> what i did yeah it's a it's a humble humble games game so yeah mgb in, in terms of the chat and says yeah it's published by humble bundle yeah some good good stuff comes out of there not too bad but is that mm. it that's pretty much it yeah, that's pretty much it. I did like a strike in in in, uh, in Destiny, but I haven't played anything real um, real substantial this week. I have. What about you? I, yeah. did, I, I, I look for those you who don't know. You me. You're like, I'm smashing through this backlog, and I'm just like, can you fucking stop, please? <laughs> so for those that don't know, might be new viewers. Max and I at the beginning of the year we had our video games draft, which is a fun bit of fun, which I'm getting absolutely pel- pelted in, by the way. But we also did a backlog challenge with the idea that there were three games that we would pick that we'd had to click at the end of the year. Otherwise, we'd owe each other something. 
Uh, as of right now, Max has achieved none of those three. I have taken out one, and I've been working on my second. So this week, I've spent a bit. I've spent some good time with In Sound Mind. So In Sound Mind is a game that we reviewed. We, we received a review copy for yonks ago from the Turn Left Distribution at the time, uh, and it's this really cool sort of psycho thriller game where you're the psychologist who is experiencing these delusional manifestations of his client's mental well-being i guess mental challenges um so this first level is all about like body dysmorphia the second one is all about paranoia and that there's this giant lighthouse that is forever seeing everything and, and there's also like this black ooze hole in the ground that absorbs all light and chases you and tries to sink you in it so it's sort of an allegory a not so subtle allegory for depression um and so there's essentially like five main levels, I guess, or five tapes, because everything is done through audio cassettes. But the idea is, you know, you're, uh, as a psychologist, you've recorded their sessions and it's your processing them. So this, the one I'm playing in the now, which is tape three, four, three, three, um, is, yeah, it's all about like anger and frustration tolerance, uh, frustration regulation, stuff like that. So the the ma- the big boss, this is this manifestation, this giant bull skull with a motor in it that just pump, like a big, pumps out fire and a bunch of crazy nonsense. But um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's, uh, it's a good little puzzle game. It's a really interesting uh, sort of, yeah, as I said, psychological driven game. Um, I'm yeah. enjoying it, and, and like I, I, knowing that I'm completing my backlog is a big part of it. That's a big, that's a big plus to me, and knowing that you haven't touched any of yours, I'm like, mm, this is delicious. Oh, I've touched, I've touched them all. Hot. I just haven't committed to them yet. Wow, that's a <laughs> clip. That that's a sentence. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, so on sale this week was uh, another hello neighbor game because as as i talked about here before my son loves loves hello neighbor so i picked up uh hello neighbor hide and seek which was the game um yeah so it's kind of a weird thing but that's my, my kid other what the other game i played is, is a game called serial cleaner it's this little indie game that uh is like four bucks so the whole concept of the game is that you're this dude and then you get a phone very hot very uh hotline miami and it's kind of delivery is you you know you go to these little interstitial parts it's like hey we need you to come clean up this space so you go to the level and it's essentially a small challenge as in there's like all right there's three bodies two key bits of evidence and blood everywhere so what you need to do is you need to then clear clean that level um without getting caught by the police so you gotta take the bodies put them in the car pick up the evidence clean the blood whatever and it's it's fun. It's it's cool little uh, just some strategies as you can kind of map out as these you know you dodge the cones of vision uh, of the of the police. It's it is a little unforgiving in just some way. It's like why the fuck? How'd you see me through that? You know, or it's just it's a little bit much. But it's simple. It was like four bucks, so I'm not hating myself because of it. But it's, you know, it's it's all right. It's all right. It's nothing horrible. But uh, yeah, no, I was like, oh, I'll give it a bell, and then I sort of uh, bounced out of it. But yeah, In Sound Mind is the one thing that I've been playing this week. Uh, I did pick up some more songs for Rock Band because I've fallen back into that that hole. And uh, Red Dead has been re-put into the PlayStation as I'm trying to get through all the backlogs. Um, I should probably play some more Last of Us, uh, but I just like, once again, finding that groove. And In Sound Mind right now, like that drive to get it done for the backlog is what's bringing me forward. 
But speaking of bringing forward, let's get into the section we call Inform the Players. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. Now, Max, we're opening up this week with news <clears throat> that we talked about last week. And uh, and I, I, as, an, as I've probably named the episode, I think I, what I'd call it on Twitch, um, while I was talking about Call of Duty, I'm in the same boat. Because apparently, we're still talking about Call of Duty. Yeah, so as we mentioned last week, that there was a there was a deal that that Microsoft and Sony penned for uh, uh, for for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation consoles for quote several more years after the current agreement with Sony ends. So it was at the time assumed that PlayStation had signed that deal, but Jim Ryan has kind of made some comments uh, describing the offer as inadequate. Uh, in a statement sent to games, GamesIndustry.biz, the executive explained that, quote, he hadn't intended to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but feels the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. He said, quote, Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after the current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. In a follow-up statement earlier this week, uh, Phil Spencer reiterated, quote, We've heard that this deal might take franchises like Call of Duty away from the places where people currently play them. That's why, as we've said before, we are committed to making the same version of Call of Duty available on PlayStation on the same day the game launches elsewhere. We will continue to enable people to play with each other across platforms and across devices. We know players benefit from this approach because we've done it with Minecraft, which continues to be available on multiple platforms and has expanded to even more since Mojang joined Microsoft in 2014. So it's interesting. Last week we were discussing like when they said several years. How many several years? It's not a couple. A couple is two it's, years. It's more than two. It's more than two. Let- it's three. It's just. <laughs> it's just more than a couple years. Not quite a few. Several. Look, I'm like I know this is a PlayStation show, and I'm not just gonna. Like, I don't want to just sit here and poo on Xbox because that's not what we do here. Like, I'm gonna poo on PlayStation too. Don't get me wrong, and I'll get to them in a minute. If anything, this demonstrates exactly what we were talking about last week and probably the week before, is that both companies are fucking liars. Had, has Phil Spencer said previously, mm, we, you know, look, <sighs> they're like, look, we're not taking it away. We're not going to make it exclusive until 2020. There's a fucking giant bug in here. And t- they're like, well, then doesn't this literally contradict that? Games are for everyone. Then, then continues to make a series of actions that are all about restricting access to it, right? Uh, even though previously, something that was brought up to that I heard get brought up this week, which I hadn't considered, any communications around future Bethesda games previously, uh, Phil Spencer was like, oh, we can't talk about that until the deal's being closed. This deal hasn't closed. How come you can suddenly be so vocal about this one, Phil? Then in that same bracket, they kind of have to. They they need to convince the, all the all the different countries that yeah, but like Activision or Blizzard is not a bad thing. But, but sixty eight bajillion dollars. With this in mind, 
if the conversation is previously have been like, look, we are not we are not taking off other platforms, and that was the understanding of the deal, or at least the vocalization of of how they were going to process the deal. Now, behind closed doors, they may have constantly talked about how they're going to restrict it, but then how come none of their legal team went out and said, "Hey, you're saying exactly the opposite of what we've agreed, what we've agreed, right?" So, like, the, either either he's lying this, either he's lying about the future plans. Or he's lying about the current plans. There is no there there someone in this process at Microsoft, someone is lying about something. Is it going to be exclusive? Is it not? Are they is it gonna make everywhere? Is it not? Are they allowed to talk about things or are they not? We've heard literally every possible avenue at which this answer could be. Now, with that in mind, PlayStation are being petty fucking bitches about this. Like, they're like, oh, because Phil Spencer bought it into the public. No, you did it in Brazil, which technically they were allowed to do so. But that was airing dirty laundry, which then incited this, which then incited that, which then incited this. No one is innocent here. Everyone's fucking liar. It's kind of gross. But as Shane in the chat says, well, well, it's all about intent. Nothing promised. But, but. My understanding is that very similar to how Square Enix, likely, you know, an example, like that, that there's things that they, like, they can't do things to alter the stock price or the value of the company from acknowledgement that they were going to purchase it until closure of purchase. So they should shut their faces. That's my understanding of, of, of what that kind of transaction should be. I, look. Their intent, not what do you mean? Like, yeah, look, it's all intent because nothing's on paper right now. I agree with that. I understand, but apparently there was an gr- agreement in fucking January, a handshake or a pen to paper, a penned letter, a literal letter that says this is what our plans are. And then if that if that letter had was provided in January of this year, stating that they were like, because e- every discussion since then, PlayStation have come out and gone. This is like right now they've gone. They are taking it off PlayStation. And then, then Xbox, Microsoft have gone, no, we're not. But, but PlayStation never pulled out that letter. They could have at any time, but they didn't. But then they did. Or well, someone did. I think it was brought up. PlayStation have now responded saying, hey, you said, you know, you've brought up that letter. Well, here it is saying what it is. Now, look, I say I'm addressing it like the individual people. They're not. They're corporations. They're conglomerates of people. They're personalityless globs of fucking capitalism. And everyone's in it for themselves and everyone's in it for the money that can be made. Like PlayStation are sitting here, as we said, talking about like the, the how important exclusivity, how, having everything and everything is. It continues to demonstrate exclusivity. Even so much so, something that was announced this week is a timed console exclusive. Everyone's full of shit, Max. Fuck everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> they'll get there eventually eventually that something will happen i'll just uh i mean to a to a degree like that when a game drops it I, I think we spoke about this like last week it's going to be essentially exclusive anyway considering <clears throat> the fact that you can get it for essentially free over here as part of the service you're already paying for or you can spend $125 for it over on the other guys. Like, yep. 
So like, it's yeah, it's kind it's, of it's kind of a no brainer. Exactly, and I think that's part of it as well. And I think Sony are aware of that. And if if that deal, like now once again, if this deal, if the extra three years is that is that an extra three years of like marketing or like just working alongside each other or even promoting that it's on PlayStation or is this just we are hard cutting it? Like it's so bizarre. It's so insane of, of this circumstance. Now, MGB in the chat jumps in and goes, like, once the deal is done, Sony should stop being bitter about Call of Duty and start working on Killzone or Resistance to fight Call of Duty. I, that I feel, I, they need to, I feel that they start, they should, if they're going to do that, I feel that they should be working on Killzone and Resistance now. They should have already so been so doing it. So it's, so it's ready in three years' time, See, or this, four years, or however long the deal's got left. This is the other thing. As much as I love what Sony makes, they fucking dumb the fact that they were like oh we'll just rely on call of duty we don't need a first person shooter it's fine it's covered we'll just continue to make the same game for the foreseeable future over the shoulder third person action adventure done anytime a company has made solely one thing it hasn't gone well eggs and baskets that's right you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Now, granted, it's they're great storytelling. They're great for what they are. But like we look at right now, Sony's focus, like Sony, are ju- like they're behind in general. Their sudden focus on games as a service now, years after it's remotely relevant, that's a concern. They're now demonstrating concern about not having a first-person shooter when, as, as MGB points out, they had access to one. They, they instead they chose to not foster and support it Shane in the chat jumps in as well and says Jim's just doing his job do anything to stop or s- slow down the deal correct do I still think this deal will go through probably does it, does that mean that we might have to like not just be a PlayStation show I don't know probably we didn't play Call of Duty anyway it doesn't really matter but I don't know it's the precedent it's precedent that's the concern here and you know and like I'm not saying PlayStation are, are any better they are also full of shit because the precedent of a timed exclusive game doesn't matter how long that timed is because A, Final Fantasy 7 was a timed exclusive, hasn't popped up anywhere else yet. We saw with with uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb, like Lara Croft, Rise of the Tomb Raider, whatever the fuck it was, like the second one, timed exclusive on, on Xbox. By the time that year or whatever was up, no one gave a fuck. It might as well be an exclusive it's that asterisk that means nothing same as you said oh it's not exclusive it's on playstation but it's a dollar over here might as well be exclusive uh shank he should be thankful that xbox is giving them an extra three years to get their live server shit together in theory yes because it's in in the cutthroat world of business they could just fucking cut it out now and i would not and like yeah business business is fucking gross it really is but it's the world we live in. Without without it, we wouldn't have cool shit. We wouldn't have a show to talk about every week because of all the fucking nonsense. Uh, yeah, oh, so yeah, SoCom. We talked about SoCom last week. Uh, so Shane, mentioned, uh, sorry, Puck mentions it in the chat. In the you know, we apparently they got they got some people from uh, Siege over there. We've heard nothing. It's dead quiet. We have no idea. Now, granted, we have no idea what's happening outside of fucking Insomniac and Spider Man and Lo- and Wolverine. No idea what anyone else is doing of factions like really all your key players quiet once ragnarok drops then spider-man you got fucking nothing you have no idea 
You sure hope they better have SOCOM. You sure better have that they hope they have something backed up. I'm really ranty again this week. I'm kind of ranty every week. I don't think it's a week by week thing anymore. <laughs> Firmwares. Uh, as previously discussed last week, the latest firmware is now out of beta and available for all users. It does provide 1440p support along with game folders, which I know you fucked around with this week, Max. Improvements no, to the game sure. base and game help and better access to to, uh, to in-progress activities and the ability to compare 3D and regular stereo audio. Yeah, so the game folders only work inside of your game library. And when you start a folder, it opens up every single game you fucking have purchased. <laughs> now, granted, you can put multiple games into multiple folders, which is cool. Uh, currently, mine has um, one folder, and I think it was called, like, Trash Fire or something. It's got Babylon Rise. <laughs> but because um, I can't put them on my home screen, they seem kind of useless yeah. to me. In my opinion. Well, the one thing that made the old folders great on the cross-media bar for the PS4 was that you could lump all your shit together. So you could have a folder that was the games that you're married to, your daily games. You know, you put your Rocket League, you put your Destiny in there, whatever. And then you'd have a VR folder. So I'd put all my VR games in there. So if I want to play mm-hmm. VR, go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly what I did. Yep. Yeah, but I do that. Yeah. I, I don't, you don't go to your game library unless you're looking to something to download. Ah, but see, that's when the game folder comes in handy because you can curate what you already own. So when you want to re-download something, you can find it really easily. It's called the alphabet, Max. Yeah, no, I agree. No, I'm, You know I'm... what you want. Like, it starts with D. So you go to D. This game, like, the, like unless you want to sort it by genre, you're like, mm, I feel like playing... Like, unless you're like, I feel like playing a shooter and I don't have one currently installed because this, the hard drive space your PS5 is fucked... This Call of Duty is now Microsoft exclusive. Yeah, like, well, I can't play Call of Duty anymore. Might as well play something else. Uh, so, like, if you separate them by genre, I can see how that would be adv- advantageous. If you if you're someone that that uh, installs and uninstalls games a lot, and 1440p, that's cool. Like for those that use monitors, that's that's brilliant because 1440 is really good. It gets kind of all the benefits of 4K but without the sort of uh, intense hardware requirements cool and i understand it's like oh xbox had this at launch yeah it did okay we have it now Woo. I mean, it should have been here at launch it should have been <laughs> it really should have been but it's one of those <laughs> apparently there was the answering was like hey we, we wanted to but you know trying to release a console in covid and shit i'm like yeah but xbox did cool i know it's a tough one super fucking weird but yeah, for those that do monitors, like it's cool. It's great, I guess. But yeah. And uh, the last bit of Sony news was uh, only a matter of time. Uh, there are a, There is a new design for the system swappable covers and it is camo because oh. it's always camo. Always. It's a dark gray camo uh, that will be on um, the removable face plates of the PlayStation 5, the new, uh, one, uh, there will be a DualSense uh, camo, and for the Pulse 3D headset, so you can not be seen using this gear, I guess. Uh, pre-orders are open as of this month through PlayStation Direct uh, to be released in October, but I don't think they're available in Australia yet. 
they're apparently missing or hiding. The MIA. Yeah, we can't see him. That's the point. <laughs> they don't look that great. To me. It looks horrendous. Yeah. Camo shit always has looked horrendous. It's one of those things. Who the fuck is buying camo-themed shit? Like, it's not 2011 anymore. Like, Grant, I'm sure there's someone in middle America that's really stoked because everything they own is in camo. But, like, it's a little too gross gamer, right? It's cliche. Yeah. And, like, I look, I, I can only presume that... You know, as we've grown older, a bunch of new 13-year-olds that suddenly get real hard-ons for military culture, like, want camo shit. I get that. But it's still gross. They, 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 they must, there must be a demand. There has to be. But I I couldn't tell you who. Once again, closed circle, myself, my friends. Like, I, you know, I don't have a problem with the customization. Like, I made mine purple within fucking four hours of having my console. And now they have purple ones, which I need to buy because they're better than the ones I painted because it's just different but i don't know it's just not for me i don't get it i just don't i can't i can't get it i also don't get it yeah uh in the chat they're they're discussing the their demand clear uh they want the clear you know clear hardware like the old apple max the old x64s yeah, but I guess the, the design of the PS5 is really boring when you take off the panels. You don't see any of the innards. It's just a fucking blank part. It's just black. Like, if you could see the innards, yeah, I could understand the appeal of that. But when it just looks really boring, all right. Let us customize our own. Why don't... Why doesn't, Australia, why doesn't PlayStation... I'm going to say Australia. Why doesn't a PlayStation have that... What's it called? The Xbox one? We can design your own... Um, Design Labs. Design Labs. Why don't we have one? It's $84, whatever, for the side panels. Make them 95 Make them 100 clean. Because and you can design on, them as you want. Because depending on what their design tools are like, they're going to get hit by copyright infringement notices constantly. But if it's just color, people, you can make yeah. the exact colors that you want. Yeah. That, like, that... Yeah, I want to be able to upload my own image. So I can go hard. Yeah. What would you put on... If you were to make... Like you get Granted, you have a custom PS5. Granted, I do have a custom PS5. Like you and I have both fucked with ours, but um, what if you had a design lab, what would you do? What would you make happen? Honestly, part of me is like nothing because the way my setup is at the moment. So I've got, I've got three 30-inch 4K screens. And my PlayStation 5 is hidden behind them. Mm. I don't even see it. Like it, it's not, it's not, it, it's not visible. So it could be, it could be naked back there for all I know. Ooh. Hot. It, it's it's one of those things that it's not it's not necessary for me. Like I, I'm not that kind of person to do it because I tend to not leave my stuff out on display like yourself. It's not. I mean, you, you've literally got old PlayStation sitting behind That's you. That's what I'm you saying. Playing. You're having a fucking go? Like, oh, no, I'm not having a go. I'm just <laughs> saying that uh, it would be great for you. But for me, it's just like, eh, I'll just take the cheaper controller that's either white, black, blue, or camo. Uh, well, fuck camo. But like, <laughs> I'm obviously not buying that. But, you know. but like, that's what concerns me is like, yeah, they've done gray camo. I doesn't, I, I, I'm not, it's very possible that we'll get red camo. I don't know, camo. but they've done they've done they've done all those in the past. They've done that that nasty ass green camo, blue camo, red camo crap. 
That's true. Uh, DJ1138X, they still make you send in your equipment for that, console, controller, console, etc. I bought the design labs. I didn't realize you had to send it in. I just thought they printed you in the casing. Now, my understanding is they make the controller and send it to you as That's a what I thought. Like, hence why you're playing like a premium. Like, instead of a, contro- a controller is like 100 bucks, you're playing like 150, 160 bucks because they make one custom for you. Uh, Shane goes, come on, Ryan. That's too fun for Sony. That is true. That is too fun for Sony. That's too much like enjoyment for them. But for me, like I, I would want something simple because I'm, I'm a sucker for the, for the symbols, right? If you were just to get me like a tessellating pattern of the symbols or just a big sticker up the side of just the symbols and it was like a nice, I would still probably make it a nice purple. I'd put the, you know, the like a, a white with a silver trim or something or a black trim just to make it really pop out in the middle. I'm not asking for a whole lot. I don't want pink purple polka dots or anything like that. I don't want to put a big giant pangus on the side. Like, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm a simple man. Really. But Puck wants Lightning McQueen like what the big number one on the side like it's daytona like with that actually that's a good idea get a daytona skin and the camo you've hit middle and south america and lower and you know the the, the southern parts of america hitting all the boxes very nice all right one thing that did also happen this week back to well, this weekend actually d23 is uh is this big event for disney shit they, they announced movies and this but this year was the first time they really did a big uh games focus as well and they uh made an interesting decision by showing an untitled game didn't have a name just a game it was made by uh amy hennig uh new sort of endeavor which is skydance new media uh this game is uh set within the marvel universe as it would be hence the the disney marvel showcase it's about captain america and old black panther in world war ii bold strategy cotton so while the game is currently untitled as you discussed it, it, it promises to feature four playable heroes because they looked over and went, Gotham Knights looks fun. Let's do exactly that. Quote, a young Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, Azuri, T'Challa's grandfather, woo, uh, and the WWE, uh, WW, the World <laughs> War II era Black Panther, Gabrielle Jones, a U.S. soldier and member of the Howling Commandos, and Nanali, the leader of the fledging Wakandan spy network. Max, did this took you fancy? No, not at all. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it looks like oh, it's multiplayer cop. Okay, it's Gotham Knights, but but uh, but but. Marvel, well, it doesn't I even guess. say that it's multiplayer. It just says that there's four heroes that you can that are playable. So it's a life service. It's like, like is it just like a level by level where you play this level as Captain America, and then the next level you play as um Azuri, and then the next level you play as this person, and the next level you play as that person. No, no, there's is no money. Happen? There's no money in that max. You can buy four. You can buy this. No, there's four copies you, of this yeah, game. No, nah, but you can sell skins for. Oh, they're totally old mate, Captain to. America. <laughs> Next up, Marvel's Midnight Suns. After being indefinitely delayed last month, turns out the indefinite is in fact definite, as Midnight Suns now has a new release date of December second. This, uh, as previously discussed, it is only coming to current gen, so PS4 and your Xbox One, uh, as well as uh, yeah, PC. So no Switch has uh, he, release he means, been given. He means- the Xbox Series is in the PlayStation 5, not... What the fuck did I say? Xbox One and PS4. <laughs> Look, I'm tired and I had a stroke, all right? It's all good. And also a big thank you to the Malay Show for uh, resubscribing for his 54th month in a row. Yeah, no Switch release, which is interesting, obviously. 
Well, it's not a very demanding. It's it clearly not a demanding. It, sorry, yeah. I should say it's clearly a demanding game because it's not coming to current gens and it's not coming to Switch. Tells you pretty quickly. Now it's weird because it's really just kind of like XCOM but with Marvel and card based, yeah, isn't? Um, so that's kind of fun. Like, I'm a little keen for this game, actually. I'm super keen. So, I'm glad it has a date. I'm glad it's coming out this year. Because I'm pretty sure it's on my, uh, draft. And after being, um, assaulted by Hogwarts Legacy, and who knows what God of War's doing this year, I need all the points well, I can get. Sony tweeted out that it's arriving in 60 days, so it must, they must be pretty confident. Hey, hey, hey. Could- <laughs> Square Enix had a reveal event. For the date of Final Fantasy fourteen, thirteen, which they then delayed. Don't tell me shit. That means nothing. But I am very excited for this game. Looks good. Tron Identity coming from Bithel Games, so Mike Bithel. Tron Identity is a visual novel adventure coming to PC and consoles in twenty twenty three. I don't give a flying fuck about Tron. Agreed. Yeah, I like. I didn't see Tron Legacy. The first movie was super old anyway. Pardon me. Avatar Frontiers. Quick gameplay overview was shown. Is this Avatar The Last Airbender or Avatar The... Avatar The Blue People. The fucking animals Yeah, like the tail t- fucking animal tail fuckers. Yeah, those ones. I actually don't think that's how it worked. But no, that's it, exactly it, how it works. I'm pretty, when, I'm pretty sure Shane like schooled us on this last time we brought it up. He did. And I, and I refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> when they had poker... Like when they had Blue People Coitus they made their tails kiss then they climbed on they climbed onto the the giant space cows their tails kissed the space cow was a space cow's a bird no yeah the one from the guy the one the one yeah james cameron there you go <laughs> i see you jake Sully. uh aliens dark descent first gameplay was shown here due to release 2023 cool more aliens games funsies gargoyles yeah, so that was that was, that was- that was shown off at uh, that was announced at uh, opening night live for Games Fest. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, earlier this year. So we actually saw gameplay. Yeah, it's one of those top-down alien shooters. Yeah. Gargoyles remastered. Holy shit! First released in 1995 on the Sega Genesis. It is currently being remastered for modern consoles. Fuck yeah, Gargoyles! What a show! I, 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 own, I owned this game. What a show! <laughs> I'm, that is exciting news. That is good news. It's very very cool. Uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga uh, will be getting new Galactic Edition on November 1st. That'll bring the, with it a 13 character packs, including six new packs that contain such fan favorites as uh, Cassian Andor, Reva, Captain Rex. Oh. What? Uh, and more. Um, yeah, so it's the same game, but with extra DLC. I'm sure you can buy the DLC separately if you if you really gave a shit about fucking Reva. From, uh... Reva McIntyre. Yeah, so from one one showcase to the next, we'll 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 head straight on into uh, we'll take a leap. Before we jump into that, though, we'll we'll jump into the chat because there were some comments around uh, around the showcase. Is it just Shane calling us dickheads? Yeah, very very true. Uh, So Shane does say though, I've got quite a bit of marble fatigue or fatigue, but I'm pretty excited for this purely to see Hennig ship another game. Look, Hennig has needs to shit a girl off the pot, and I I hope they release a game real soon. But like, how are you feeling about this sort of marble fatigue? Cause like I have it like fucking like hard. after 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 Thor Love and Blunder I'm kind of over it. <laughs> yeah, and like cause this week at D23 they announced all the upcoming Marvel movies or whatever and I'm like I don't give the hardest shits about any of this. 
Yeah, a couple of them I'm pretty keen on. Like, Secret Invasion should be good. Secret Wars, sorry, should be good. But, like, lately they've been just so average. Like, you know, I'm trying... She-Hulk's just this week-by-week fucking cameo fest, and... I think they've realized that they've gone nowhere with Phase 4, which is why they're like, Phase 4's ending this year real quick, and we're just, like, fucking redoing it because there's just been nothing. Yeah, like... there's the, the overarching thread that we that we should have is just not there yet. We haven't found it. We're just gonna we're just gonna pretend this never happened. We're gonna we're gonna snap our fingers. Phase four is gonna fuck off, and we're gonna bring phase five in. And we're gonna start setting shit up the way we should have during phase four. Like I understand it's a new arc, right? And we are in the setup of the new arc. I get it, but you're fucking it up. But they haven't, but they haven't set anything up. That's my point. They're not setting yeah, they're anything all, up. They're, they're all doing solo movies, and then their end game credits is like, hey, more more solo, more, shit. more solo. Hey, hey, this cameo, this person you've never heard of before. But like, even even the original, like Phase One, each movie was setting up to a bigger picture, not setting up to the next movie, setting up the bigger picture. And like, and like, I get Eternal sucked, but no one has mentioned that there's a fucking gigantic. Uh, Earth-sized dudes hanging ha- hanging half out of the fucking ocean somewhere. Yeah, just no one gives a shit about that. No, nothing. Uh, but yeah, but look, you know, She Hulk. She's angrier than the Hulk could ever be. All right, as long as you know that. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I, I'm di- I'm disappointed that the Marvel fatigue is is spilling into games, because the problem is it's too late. Like, like, if these games were come, if, if if there was this many Marvel games back when the the MCU started, hell yeah, they've been right at that moment, right at that peak. But now it's just too late. It's just too late. Uh, MGB goes. I wish we got a Simpsons Hit and Run remake. That'd be nice, or even a remaster, even a re-release on PS Plus. Yeah, ain't happening. That'd be cool though. Uh, also, I would love us to see Split Second and more on Kingdom Hearts Four. Kingdom Hearts Four is probably years away at this point. But actually, that's what I go. Like the potential for Kingdom Hearts Four is pretty huge. Seems everything's under Disney right now. But mm. yeah, I, I don't. It's too weeby for me. I can't do it. Uh, I love seeing Disney go back into the into their back catalog. Yeah, it's pretty true. Uh, yeah, Shane Shane jumps in and goes, "Yeah, Phase Four has been a wet fart." Yeah, it's it's tough. Crimson says, "Betson, that's me. How you doing?" Uh, let's see. There was there's a lot of stuff about uh, about uh, all the all the MCU and stuff. But let's keep moving forward. Let's talk now. I want to talk about the Ubisofts. Let's get exciting. Because Ubisoft, Ubisoft. So, you yeah, fucking Ubisoft thought you like... thought we've had enough talking about every Assassin's Creed game ever coming to Game Pass, uh, coming to PS Plus. <laughs> there's more. Yeah. So it turns out everyone gets an Assassin's Creed. So as the rumors and the leaks came out, Mirage is happening. It is following uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's Basim, who is one of the uh, one of your early teachers in the game from memory. It's been a while since I've played my backlog game of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <laughs> very true. Uh, but Ubisoft were apparently very adamant that Assassin's Creed Mirage will take the series back to its roots, not only in the sense that it takes the franchise back to the Middle East, but also the fact that it takes its gameplay back to the stealth, parkour, and assassinations of the earlier games. Yeah, yeah, and then we have but Infinity. Like, look, wait, is this, is this more? Is this more fucking Assassin's Creed? I'll, I'll just smash out all the Assassin's all Creed right. stuff, and then we'll and then we'll, we'll we'll go back. Okay, 
Next up, we have Assassin's Creed Infinity, which will act as a hub for all future Assassin's Creed games, including Assassin's Creed codenamed Hex and Assassin's Creed codenamed Red. It was said that Assassin's Creed Infinity will be the single entry point for all things Assassin's Creed, with players able to explore an animus to choose which experience they wish to have. Moving on to Codename Red, it was revealed that the next flagship Assassin's Creed game after Assassin's Creed Mirage's is a game currently called Assassin's Creed codenamed Red, and it will take the franchise to feudal Japan. The game is being developed by Ubisoft Quebec, who did Assassin's Creed Odyssey under the creative direction of Jonathan Dumont. The game will be a part of the upcoming Assassin's Creed hub, known as Assassin's Creed Infinity. The other one, codenamed Hex, had like a 30-second preview trailer. You're in this like this dark, decrepit, dank-ass forest, and there's just like an effigy of the Assassin's Creed symbols made out of fucking twigs and twine. It kind of looked mad. Um, it looks like it will be after whatever Codename Bread turns out to be. Ubisoft Montreal will be working on it. The guys who did Valhalla. Uh, with Clint Hocking from Far Cry 2 and Watch Dogs Legion serving as the creative director. It was said that the game is very different type of Assassin's Creed game. And whilst nothing else was said about the game, the reveal trailer gave off witchcraft vibes. And it certainly did. Like I said, that that had that weird fucking effigy hanging from the tree that looked like the assassin symbol. Remember that? Remember there was that one time where Ubisoft, they took a year off. And yeah, Ubisoft assassin came out and went, "Look, again. we know we fucked up. We're gonna we're gonna be more focused. We're gonna give 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 Assassin's Creed room to breathe." And then something happened, and they went, "Fuck that noise! We're gonna bombard you. Like, we're not gonna tell you just that there's one coming." that there's three coming. And I had Assassin's Creed fatigue before this. And I have it more now. Like knowing that there's, I'm like, oh, I can't wait to play this one because I know there's two more coming. And like, I look, I to their credit, like if, you know, with obviously the next one being um, uh, the Mirage and then Infinity. And if Infinity is like a hub, it's games as a service, which is what they've been building to anyway. But if the idea is that they're going to be releasing more sort of shorter experiences, then that's probably better. Because looking over at Valhalla, as you said, like I don't think they're they're necessarily going to be shorter experiences. I think I think Assassin's Creed Infinity will essentially work as a fucking Ubisoft launcher. Yeah, Assassin's Creed games. I think I don't think that necessarily means that their stuff's going to be shorter in or smaller in scope. I think it's just they're going to try and keep them all in one tidy little place. But I I mean that in terms of rather than trying to have everyone play this one game all the time, Mm. they're like, well, we'll we'll have this where you can play all these things multiple times. So they don't need to put as much filler in it as they did with Valhalla as an example because they're like, oh, we're not going to release one for another two years. Let's just cram shit into it. Let's make it never ending. So as MGB put in the chat, there's even a mobile game coming to Netflix. I should point out that these are just the ones coming to consoles. There's Assassin's Creed Jade, which is uh, set in China, which is a fucking mobile game. There's Assassin's Creed Freedom something, which is another mobile game. There was like seven Assassin's Creed games announced. Some were on mobile, but these were the ones that were coming to to console. This hurts me internally. Mm. Like, admittedly, I have not really given a shit about Assassin's Creed for a long time. But even the ones that I've played, I wasn't like, oh, this story is so compelling. The Brotherhood is so fascinating that I want more. All I liked, the time. I liked, I liked one and two, and then I kind of 
ducked ducked out of it for a while. Like I still played three and Black Flag and Unity and like I, I've played them all. Um, but the earlier ones, I I got fatigue after after two. Like I played all of Ezio's stories and then I got fatigue from it. And when they did that kind of soft reboot with Origins, Origins, I, it kind of got me back in. Like I enjoyed that open world RPG nest that it that it had going for it. <laughs> and then I realized that it just slowed you down because you couldn't you had to it, it forced it, you into doing its bullshit side quests to stay ahead of the main scenario for level wise, otherwise you just get absolutely destroyed. Yeah, they just started gating off stuff and throwing microtransactions. Yeah. Which is which is once again that's what they're building towards. Hence this live service, right? And this, it's it's understandable that they would get to this. But it's interesting because they're like they they're essentially doing Far Cry and that the only thing that makes each of these games different or appealing is their setting. But the second you get in there and you pull apart that setting, it's kind of the same game. Now don't get me wrong, I fucking love Far Cry. I really enjoyed five, really enjoyed six. But like is is one of those things, it's all about the different setting. And if the frequency that they're pumping these games out, what settings is left? Like, oh, they haven't made a fucking Assassin's Creed Australia. Just go hang out in the outback for a while. You know, like... Can you imagine? You're just, you're just running through the bush and the fucking drop bear comes out. Yeah. Wretched, eh? Yeah, you know, like, rather than getting decked by, like, you know, um, minotaurs and shit, it's just kangaroos come and kick the fuck out of you. Like, you're trying to ride this, your, you know, your, your horse down the street, you hit a wombat, blows the front end out of your horse out. It's crazy. Uh, DJ1138X says I wanted to play Valhalla but not at full price it's on sale this weekend on PS Plus on PlayStation Store by the way it's like 30 bucks something crazy Straight Assassin's Creed Bogans yeah that'd be nice I'll be down with that I'd love to see a UB game in Australia I'd love to, to see Far to, Cry in Australia get, to get back to the animus you just get go into a fucking Telstra payphone box <laughs> <laughs> yeah look Far Cry Australia would be fun probably the mo- one that would be the most fun everything else would be hot who's, who's the villain of, of Far Cry Australia uh, no, it's uh, what's her name? Uh, Gina Reinhart. <laughs> no, it's Clive Palmer. Clive Palmer. That's that redheaded clown. That's not yeah, Pauline here. No, that's one yeah. of the yeah. It's you got Cl- it's it's the it's just the United Australia party. <laughs> and Bob Catter. Bob Catter is a hundred percent a mini boss in uh in uh in Assassin's Creed. Strap. <laughs> Oh, Royal geez. Rooster, see, not a fan of Assassin's Creed it's because you haven't heard uh, about Assassin's Creed, right? All right, let's move along. Well, I'll move along to the game that Ryan was excited for coming out of Ubisoft Forward, Just Dance 23. Yes! It has been revealed that Just Dance 2023 will only be coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles and Nintendo Switch. So no, no previous gen consoles. Cool. And it will be a live platform from now on with mobile multiplayer too. That's fascinating. Like, shout out to Just Dance, by the way. Not for me. But, like, for the longest time, it was supporting, like, generations that were fucked. It's like, I'm surprised that... It's still released on Wii. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, still, like, two years ago, they're like, we brought one to Wii. Like, who the fuck? They're like, we made 20,000 discs of it and no one bought anything. Yeah. (laughs) It just cost us too much, right? Uh, Next up was Division Heartland, the free-to-play survival shooter. Uh, It's set in Silver Creek, which is a small town in the middle of America. You can register now for closed testing. I'll be right back. Uh, Skull and Bones uh, shut off the <laughs> gameplay trailer and some of its uh, funky ship customization. 
the cool one for me was Trackmania, after being PC exclusive for like a bajillion two years, is coming to PlayStation 5 and Xbox consoles. No, there's Trackmania Turbo came out on Xbox. With crossplay and cross progression. No, the, the real Trackmania. Oh. My apologies. Uh, Riders Republic is uh, teaming up with Vans, and the fourth season will bring BMX riding on September 14th. Because all right, shout out! Look, there's, I can shit on Ubisoft all the time for their just incredible being gross as a company, but like they support games. Like I, well, I, I guarantee you, four honors in this list somewhere. Talking about supporting games, the Crew Two Season Six Episode Two is called Dominion Frozen, and will bring ice tracks to the game on September 14th. There is fuck all for. Honor. <laughs> that's what i'm saying it's like like you know for honor they they still support for some reason just dance they still support on like old ass catalog right but uh almost called a bmx bandits what the fuck was it called riders republic like it didn't do all that well it was fine like it was essentially a a, a better version of steep but if they're still pumping out stuff for it that's that's cool i guess but then everything's a live service. And Siege, Siege still gets supported. That's because it has a competitive... Yeah, he's got a competitive support. space, which plays a big part of it. The quick biddies are all yours. Oh, did you... So, I guess, overall... Overall, it was fine. Uh, Assassin's Creed, I, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued. Um, as much as I shit on it, I, I do kind of like the Assassin's Creed games. Um, again, b- big fan of Trackmania coming to consoles. Just Dance can go suck a big one, I guess. Now, Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones may, you know, be the the top seller of the week at releases. Mm-hmm. Just a, I've just got a hunch that um, just got a hunch that that's the that's the big one for the the early November space. But uh, we'll see. Uh, and there was a, like a number of uh, indie games that were discussed as well. And one of them is in the chat. Shane yelled very hard, Valiant Hearts! I didn't see that. Yeah. Because um, there was an email that came through about apparently there's a bunch of indie games coming to the Ubisoft Plus as well, which means they'll come to PS Plus at some point. Yep. You know, they were, like there are some really cool stuff that came out of Ubisoft Arts. Was it Ubisoft Arts? Was it? Yeah. What are the fucking independent thing was? I think like Child of Light. Did Child of Light come out of that? Or did that come out of EA? I remember. But yeah, Rayman Legends is is doing something. Mm, oh, there was, a bunch, uh, uh, there was a bunch from Rabbids, but that's Nintendo. Yeah, that's Nintendo. Which bums me out. I really enjoyed uh, Mario vs. Rabbit. That was fucking tight. Valiant Hearts made me cry. That's why I haven't played it. Because I know, I know I'm going to like... Bore. Uh, there you go, MGB. Valiant Hearts is getting a sequel, but it's a mobile game on Netflix. Ah, there you go. So, and so to add to that, Siege, 100 operators are currently planned for Siege and they're at 64. So it's still good for about eight more years. That's mad. That's crazy. Damn. Damn. Uh, no word on X Defiant. Remember X Defiant? No. Good. No, no news on Extraction either. Yeah, no Extraction's been <laughs> abandoned. <laughs> No word on Prince of Persia. Uh, still, no, still, still no word on Beyond Good and Evil 2. What a time. What a time to be alive. Mm. <laughs> all right, quick bits. Uh, this is all these little, just a little touch up news News that we've, uh, is not worth a deep dive. But we'll probably deep dive in anyway, because fuck it. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection is hitting the PC on the 19th of October. 
If pre-ordered through the Epic's Game Store, you will get a themed glider for Fortnite. Woo! Yeah, I think you get Sully's plane. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Get that like they get they get that submarine that they found in uh, Uncharted One. Uh, Crystal Dynamics now owns Tomb Raider, Legacy of Kane, and several other IPs after splitting from Square Enix and being being embraced by the group. Yeah, we discussed that a couple of weeks ago, but the that the dealio went through about a week or so ago, and it's like a hundred percent in the happening now. Uh, PSVR two titles can now be wishlisted on the PS Store. Couple popped up. I should I should preface that it's only um, Firewall Ultra and Call of the Mountain. Yeah, so the Horizon Call of the Mountain. Which, 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 yeah, we talked. I talked about it last week. I was like, Firewall Ultra. I said, Firewall is probably getting a sequel. Like, we're, we're, it's coming to PSVR 2. Bam! I actually think it was MGB who called that it was getting one. <laughs> well, uh, well, one of us called it. I thought it was me. Could have been him. I don't, I don't remember. You know what? Uh, Let's both take the rub for it. Let's lift each other up. CD Projekt Red says Witcher 3's PS5 version still on track to release this year and apparently they got their DLC for Cyberpunk coming out. Um, are you going to take it? Are you, no. No, me either. No. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll replay The Witcher, but I'm not... I don't give a fuck about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk's dead to me as it's, he sits yeah. on his Cyberpunk team chair. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, it, it's, it's dead. It's, it's long dead. That's right. Crimson Kings lift each other up. That's right. I, I you know, I, So what happened is MGB and myself, we bounced off each other, uh, each other well enough and we, we kind of incepted this idea and we both were like, it's got to be a sequel. Uh, we didn't know who said it first, but we both shook hands like they, they what's that fucking movie where they go, Ugh! that's what we did with our thoughts about the, the sequel for Firewall Ultra. Uh, and more God of War Ragnarok gameplay is coming uh, from Game Informer, which I am hard avoiding because... I okay, well, I won't say what it is then. Whoa! Yeah, apparently there's like some dope finishes and shit. Original Predator, uh. thank you, bud. Yeah, I'm saying complete quiet when it comes to yeah, God right. of War. I'm not saying anything. Fuck. You're the one who spoils shit on this show, not me. Yeah. Uh, upcoming titles, 13th of September, Little Orpheus coming to PS5. Isonzo, PS5. Voice of Cards, The Beasts of Burden, PS4. Windstorm, Start of a Great Friendship, PS4. <laughs> 14th of September, we'll see Cube, the 10th anniversary, PS5. Unexplored 2, The Wayfarer's Legacy, PS4. 15th of September, we have Arcade Archives Rompers, PS4, Blind Fate, Ido, Ido no Yami, PS5, uh, Despot's Game, PS5, PS4, Fire Commander, PS5, PS4, Inertial Drift, Twilight Rivals Edition, PS5, Metal Hellsinger, PS5, Outer Wilds, PS5, SBK22, PS5, PS4, and on the 16th of September, we have Plunder Panic, PS5, and Trash Soldiers on PS4. Damn. Yeah. Nice. Uh, Metal Housing's probably the only one that keeps me excited there. Yeah. Metal Housing. Yeah. Uh, so Crimson jumps in the chat and goes, Fine. Out of Wilds is pretty rad. Out of Wilds, yeah, but it's already on PS4, but coming to PS5 now is pretty sweet too. Uh, I'll be the Cyberpunk correspondent. In Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty, which is the DLC, you become a spy, and Keanu Reeves reprises their role as Johnny Silverhand, and the release date is expected next year. There you go. But. Before we do end the show, uh, I'm going to give a shout out to... Uh, I, I also, just really quickly, I kind of agree with Buddy that the pick of the week is on Xbox. You suck at parking. Okay, well, it kind of looks mad. Hard called out. But speaking of Buddy, Buddy Watson, though. So, Buddy, <laughs> he sent me a lovely care package this week. Uh, so they had received this cool, these cool God of War Ragnarok things from their work. Well, 
So the care package he sent you was way better than the care package he sent me, which what was you... a fucking delay notice on my headphones. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so Buddy understands how much I love God of War and what Ragnarok and what God of War 2018 means to me. Like Ragnarok means a lot to me, yeah, but the idea of it, right? So as part of their job, they got sent these PlayStation related goodies and he sh- they sent me a photo of it on, and I was like, dude, how much money would you, do I have to give you to have them? And he goes, I don't, you can just have them. And I wanted to cry because it was amazing. So essentially what was sent to me was this lovely book, this like faux leather bound book. It's got uh, Kratos' shield on there uh, and inside it's got... Uh, you know some of the the iconography you've got the um the 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 blacksmith brothers logo there you've got the the new sigil for the the for ragnarok the two wolves amazing love it absolutely love it additionally they sent me a, a tech deck for tony Hawk's press getter one and two awesome by the way but what is most amazing is this so for those that watch the listening to the audio version, this is Thor's hammer. Meow, 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 meow. Um, so it's a it's a it's a scale replica. It's about as big as my iPhone XS Max. Um, Why are you telling me? Yeah, shut up. Yeah, I'm listening to you. Yeah, no, I'm just making sure you pay attention, Max. All right. Okay. But the best thing about it is it's actually a pen. So you take the you take the head of the hammer off and it becomes a pen and the the pen parts replaceable and you can write I'm gonna write in my fucking book and I'm trying to decide what I should write in this book because like it's a, it's obviously it's a great book I'm trying to like what's so important for me to put into this book not next year's fucking draft not list. my draft picks that's most certainly because that's been wasted paper but I love this and this is amazing and I, it's so sweet and I I can't thank Buddy enough it was such a nice nice gesture and what I can't wait. And what I'm looking forward to. It's just signing his boobs with it at PAX. Oh, oh I'm going to kiss him directly <laughs> on the mouth. It's going to happen. Um, and as, as as they said on Twitter during the show, like it's just going to be he and I hugging for an hour in the Audio Technica podcast booth, just whispering sweet nothings into each other. It's going to be amazing. But my plan for this is when God of War Ragnarok comes out and my click editions arrive, I'm going to get some photos with me holding the big one and my son holding this one. And like just thinking about that makes me happy because of obviously the game being so important about father and son and the relationship with my son is so important. So Buddy may think they've just sent me a cool pen, um, which is certainly true. But what what this could be and what this will be is something so much more for me personally as I get to share something cool with my son. He's only five. He won't even realize how important that will mean to me. But um, just to have the the big one and the small one side by side on my shelf um, means the absolute world. And I'm very, very grateful. And and the most utter, complete, heartfelt thank you goes to Buddy. That's enough emotions and shit. All right, let's get let's wrap up the show, Max. It's, fucking, it's done. Let's get out of here. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, I'll just uh, just roll Rooster. He <laughs> put in the chat the, the Turtle Beaches, and uh, no, I'm waiting for the Steel Series Arctic Nova Pro Wireless. Those big honking uh, bastards. So would have been apparently would have been fine if I wanted the PlayStation versions, but I wanted the Xbox versions because they work on everything. Because Microsoft and their stupid patented bullshit 
proprietary wireless tech pieces of garbage delayed from July to fucking November. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm really mad. I love how I, I delivered this such nice, beautiful, warm ending. And you're like, my headphones are right. Yeah, I was only supposed to get them for my birthday two months ago. Oh. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, well, I get to I yeah. get to experience for my birthday sharing Ragnarok yeah, with my son. The big one and the little one. <laughs> <laughs> so my I love MGB's one. like straight face use of Ghost of the Machines uh, <laughs> emote. <laughs> All right, now send it home, Max. Yeah, let's get out of here. All right, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to hear us rant about random shit or join in on the conversation, you can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can watch us record this show live, where you can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you're listening on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash popcultures, as well as our merchandise store, podcast.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts, other shit with our logos on it but until next week i'm ryan betson i'm max cooper and that was for the players i've decided that your running bit of mentioning your tv every week which you haven't haven't done this week at all i'm gonna bring it up right at the end of the show but i'm gonna start mentioning the fact that i don't have headphones every week until i get them it's, it's fair it's totally fair <laughs> but park does bring up a, a good point how shit is cole cabana Oh, uh, I don't know. Wrestle reference! Don't know who that is. <laughs> Cabana in general is pretty good, though. Cabana's rad.